you got your Bibles, we're going to share with you what I feel the Holy Ghost has laid on my heart, and then we're going to head on out to the building, and uh, we'll congregate out there. They have got uh, things set up. We'll just stand, but we'll all congregate together, and we'll, we'll have a official dedication, but this service today will all dovetail together with what we're, we're planning on doing today. Ezra chapter 5. Ezra chapter 5 and starting with verse 3. Ezra chapter 5 and starting with verse 3. At the same time came to them Tatanai, governor on this side, the river, and Shethah something. And I ain't even going to attempt that one. I thought I could, but they got too many of them apostrophes in there. And their companions and said unto them, Who hath commanded you to build this house and make up this wall? Then said we unto them after this manner, What are the names of the men that make this building? But the eye of their God was upon the elders of the Jews that they could not cause them to cease till the matter came to Darius. And then they returned answer by letter concerning this matter. I want to preach to you this morning, and again, it all fits together with the dedication of the building, where the eyes of the Lord are, A-R-E. Where the eyes of the, lo- of the Lord are. Or if you ever wondered what gets God's attention, we're going to talk about it today. Lift your hands and let's ask God to talk to us. Jesus, I thank you for your people. I thank you for your word. I thank you for just your presence that just has settled on this place here this morning. And I pray your anointing God to go forth and your word to go forth. Break every yoke, I come against unbelief and doubt in Jesus' name. Let there be a liberty of the Spirit today in Jesus' name we pray. God bless you. You may be seated in Jesus' name. You've heard me quote the scripture many times from Revelation that man was created for God's pleasure. The reference to that or the meaning to that is is God pays special attention to his creation. But to understand the why, you've got to go all the way back to Genesis to understand I was created in the image of God. The cows were not created in the image of God. Our favorite pet house dog was not created in the image of God. You and I were the only entity in creation that was created With the mind, the heart, the the components that made God up, you and I have those components. Man's three parts, body, soul, and spirit. We are created in the image of God. but, But you can take it even a step further than just, I'm created in the image of God. Genesis says it like this. For God created man. He said that it's not good that man should dwell alone. But I must find him. Make him, build him a help me. And God said, or the word says through Moses' writing, he says, 
a deep sleep fell upon Adam. And God took out a side rib. And it says, and there he made him a wife, a woman, a helper. The word made comes from a Hebrew word, means banner, and it means to build. To build. So from the very beginning of the word of God, you see that God takes a very keen interest in what he builds. God looks very intently at you and I and we look at buildings and we look at things of tangible but really God starts with the man to build. He starts with the component of humanity that you and I think sometimes. Why why does it happen like it does now in our GDR, our time frame? Abortion is so rampant. Why? Because everything about the agenda of abortion is to deconstruct or destroy or tear down what God has built. See, the component or the the ingredient that God takes special pleasure in is this. He loves to build. I'm going to let it just sink in a minute because some of you done heard me say, when we get done with this building, we're going to build something else. I just got a whole bunch of Jesus. Let's just build. God loves to build. And he loves for you and I to look at things in his kingdom and say, Hey, here's an opportunity for us to build something in his kingdom. But before we ever lay the first brick, before we ever drop the first bit of concrete or dig the first hole, it all started. It all starts with humanity. And before you and I leave this building here today to go dedicate that tangible building, the message you and I need to understand is, is God is still looking for things that He can build in you and I. And his eyes are looking to and fro metaphorically at you and I saying, if I can just find one individual that will let me build them, let me make them, let me build their family, let me make their family, let me build in them children that will serve me. If you want to know where the eyes of the Lord are, they're looking for humanity. That will say back to him. If you're looking for a place to build. Start with me. Start with me. Start with me in my heart and in my mind. Start with me in my life. Young people, I know you're in here with me this morning. The greatest prayer you could ever pray is, God, build me into whatever you want me to be. Build me into a man of God. Build me into a woman of God. Build me into a mama and a daddy that can raise my children in the house of God. God, build me. The greatest prayer that you and I could ever pray is, God, build me into what you want. And when you and I pray, God, build me. God looks upon you with his eyes and the hand of God. God comes and empowers you to complete the project. You don't have to fear putting your life in the hands of God. The best thing you and I could ever do 
has put our, our life our families, our homes, our marriages, our businesses, our jobs, our health. So from the beginning of the word of God, you and I find a very clear scripture that when God decided to make a wife from Adam, he took special emphasis and special attention to use the word Meaning that he did not just concoct it in a corner, but God built a wife for Adam. Now Jesus said it like this in the New Testament. He said, for upon this rock I will build my church. The church is representative of the bride of Christ, he being the bridegroom. And what he's saying is this, I start in the very beginning to build man. But then a good, a man that lets me build him, I will in turn take that man and I will build a church with that man. See, you and I are more than just a number at the Social Security Administration. You and I are more than a number in the government. But you are made in the image of God, created and built by the hand of God. And you and I can understand and with great faith understand that the favor in the eyes of God are upon any individual that lets God build them. The hard part is letting God build us. Jeremiah said it like this. He compared it to clay. Clay was put on the wheel and the potter representing God began to mold that pottery on the wheel. But if there was an infraction within that mud, that pottery, the potter then took that stuff and threw it to what they called the potter's field where all the broken pottery and the broken things were thrown and laid aside. That's the natural for a potter. But here's what God does. When you and I oppose him building, he quickly says, you may say no today, but I'll quickly come to your aid when the next day comes and you don't know what to do and your life is in pieces. He can go to the potter's field and pick you up. Because God never gives up. God's mercy is forever extended toward you and I. It's in the nature of humanity. To at times oppose the building of God. It's at times within our nature when God decides to move us to a certain venue that we don't like. Or to do things that we don't understand. Is there anybody other than me, Brother Wade, that would say, things came in my life that I didn't understand. And I'll be very honest, I really didn't like Situations came and I didn't really understand it and it was unfair and the injustice that was done or the wrong that was done or just my perception of what was done was tough for my mental understanding. But yet in the midst of all of that, God was saying, if you'll let this All things work together for the good that are called according to my purpose. What's he saying? If you'll let the bad and you'll let the good. If you'll let the things that come into your life that you don't understand. And the things that you do understand. Let them all work together, Brother Roger, for the building of something in us. Why? Because God can build you. And if he can build you, he'll build your family. And if he can build your family, he'll build a church. And if he can build a church, he'll build... 
build a state and then he'll build a nation and in the coming God is all about building I've asked myself Lord how do I get your attention how do I and God directs me to this scripture here the children of Israel Ezra chapter 5 We understand God's all about building. We understand that God wants to construct and create. It shows it from the very beginning. But in the midst of the building, humanity don't always like to build. I don't like sometimes him to say, Sister Agnes, Brother Benoit, you need to quit doing that. It's parts of my humanity Children of Israel were no different. God says, here's what I want to do. I want to build a temple in Jerusalem. And he said, I want my name to be there. I want my people to be there. I want everybody to come together and worship. See, coming to church ain't a new thing. God created that way back in the beginning. He built it that way. That when you and I come to the house of God and are faithful to the house of God, you're not here just to show up, but you're here bearing witness to God. God, build me. Work on me. Help me to become what I need to be to my family. Folks, we can read every book under the sun, but there's only one thing that can make you and I. That's the Word of God. And when you and I come on a Sunday morning, a Sunday night, or a Wednesday, what's God doing? The Word of God is building in us faith. The Word of God is building in us hope. The Word of God is building in us that we can get through whatever the valley may be. The children of Israel... I told him what he wanted to build a temple in Jerusalem. And they build the temple of Micah. And with it, it's got all the splendor, the gold, the silver, the brass. I mean, just, just a beautiful building. But yet, in the midst of the building, and having these things, watch me. This is the this is the punchline of the whole message. They forgot what started the building process. We can have buildings, but if we don't have men and women that let God build them, the building will vacate. It's just a building, sheetrock and two by fours. I thank God for the memory and what it, was, what it stands for. But we've got to remember what was the building for and how did it start. And the children of Israel, God says, I'm going to build a temple, Brother Daryl. And it's full of gold and it's full of brass and it's beautiful. And everybody, the Queen of Sheba comes and in amazement with the splendor of the building. Solomon, Rehoboam, and down the line the kings went. Sister June, they forgot that it started with a man. They forgot that the dream, the word came to a man to build the building. 
Because if we don't have a man and we don't have a vision and we don't have a promise and we don't have a heart that can receive that, then it can't get done. Today we stand at the dedication of our educational building, but it started with a man. It started with men, our board. It started with a congregation that says, we want something more. I feel the Holy Ghost today. I feel the eyes of the Lord looking down on this service here today. And where you and I think, oh, it's just some humdrum dedication. You need to hear me. The eyes of the Lord are looking on this congregation. And he's looking on you and I. And he's saying, well done, my faithful servants. Well done, men. Well done. Well done. You knew and understood what kept the eyes of the Lord. The children of Israel, they forgot. And because they forgot, Brother Darrell, that it started with men that were hungry to know the will of God, the word of God, the purpose of God. Let me help some young couple right now. It starts with you and your family. It starts with you, Daddy, that you begin to get your family together and you get them around a table and you say, we're going to read the word of God or we're going to pray together or we're going to be faithful to the house of God. It starts with the man. You say, well, I don't have a husband. That in you, it starts with you, woman. It starts with you, woman of God. It starts with our... God's not looking. He's looking for the order of how it starts. He's looking for somebody that he can entrust his word to. And say, if you will ascribe to my word, I'll do a work in your home. See, that's why I believe, and I've seen it so many times, Brother Micah. I've seen men come to God. And, 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 and I've seen, Sister Peggy, I've seen it over and over. Men will come to God and their family not living for God. But that man start living for God. And he start living for God with a fervency and an intensity that everything he does is all about God and the things of God. And before long, you'll watch that mama begin to come to the house of God. That child will start coming to the house of God. You say, well, what in the world just happened? I'll tell you, the eyes of God moved over that man because that man said, God, you're a builder and I need you to build in me something that I can't build myself. Folks, you and I need to be honest. You can't save yourself and I can't save you. But there's a God in heaven that will build in you everything you need to make heaven your home and that you and I can be saved. Folks, that's what it's all about. That's why I come to church to find the strength and the ingredients to build. In my life and in my family and in my home. That's what it's all about. How much do you train athletes? You lift weights. You practice. Why? You're trying to build strength to become that It ain't no different than living for God. Every time you and I come to the house of God, we're stretching our spiritual muscles. Every time you get up on Monday morning when you don't feel like reading the word of God and you don't feel like praying, but you make yourself, God, I'm going to read. I'm not going to let my flesh determine it. Your spiritual muscles are stretching. And what God's saying is this. I'm going to build in you something. I'm going to make some. I'm preaching to somebody right now. Your life may be a wreck. Your past may be a wreck. It ain't over. If you let God building you from this day forward 
builder. He can build regardless of the brokenness of the pottery. No matter what mistake. It's going to shock us in this end time. It doesn't mean they pray through and immediately they're, they're, they're preaching. What it means is, is as they pursue for God and let God build them at His pace and at His time frame. God is going to use people, Brother Daryl, that the world has gave up on and said they're just an old drunk. They're just an old drug addict. They're just an old loser. They'll never amount to anything. And God says, you don't understand it. They've got something that you don't have. They've got an ability to let me build. And they'll let me work on them. And I can use whoever lets me build them. hard part is letting him build it. Who wants to get honest right now? The hard part is letting God have his way when I want my way. It just feels too good doing it my way. But you need to remember the scripture that says, for sin and the pleasure of sin is only for a season. It feels good, huh, Brother Wade? I remember in the day when I wasn't living for God. And it felt good that night, and it felt good that next day, and it felt good for a couple weeks and a couple months. But eventually I came to a place saying, this don't feel good no more. Because I don't realize what I did. And the people I hurt. What's fun now, and God's saying, let me build My eyes are still on you. And I'm looking to see, will you let me still build you today? When nothing's going right and everything's going wrong and your family's a million miles from God, will you let me build you today? Because wherever I build, I put my eyes on. You know what eyes simplify and are symbolic of, Sister Debbie? His attention. And right now, I need the I want to be a brat. Oh, come on, somebody. You ain't laughed. I want to be a brat. I want all of his attention. Sorry. And I'm going to get his attention, whatever I need to do. And it ain't by me just bouncing around like a ping pong ball. What gets his attention is for me to say, God, build me. Build our church. Build the people of God. Build this area. Do whatever you got to do. God, build it. The children of Israel forgot what it was about. And the grandeur of the building... They got intoxicated on their success. And because they got intoxicated on their success, young people, young couples, listen to me. Don't ever get intoxicated on your success because it can end tomorrow. You can lose that job tomorrow. Don't think I got it here because of my education. I got it because I'm smart. I got it because I work hard. You hear me. God will knock your legs out from underneath you and you won't better work another day in your life. He knows how to get you and I to realize we need God to build us. We need God to work on us. We need God to bless our business. We need God to bless our family. We need God to bless our church. We need God to bless our community. I'm tired of it as you are. I'm ready for God to push out the drug addiction. Push out the alcohol addiction. Push out the perversion and bring our family home. You say, well, you just being an old fogey. Well, then either I believe the word of God or not. He said, wine is a mocker. For long, you're going to lose your family. For long, you're going to lose your kids. For long, sleeping around and messing around, you're going to lose some things. 
Come on, somebody. I need some apostolics right now. I feel like a lone ranger up here. I don't know if some of you believe. See, y'all getting all tight right now because you get nervous. Oh, my God, he's going to run off the visitors. No, 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 no. The word of God don't run nobody off. The word of God helps people. The word of God ministers to people. The word of God's giving somebody hope today. You don't have to keep walking. Let God build you. As he was with the children of Israel. But in the midst of that grandeur of the temple. Watch what happens. They forget. And Nebuchadnezzar comes in and destroys the building. And they lose the gold. They lose everything. In the midst of the captivity for 70 years, Nebuchadnezzar, the Babylonians, they, they, they take all of them prisoner. Okay, Tristan? And here's what happens. While they're in captivity, a man starts rising up. See, Brother Larry, that's why there's always going to be a church. There's always going to be people that live for God. It doesn't matter how old fogey we are and how crazy people think we are. There's always going to be a church that says, I believe the word of God. I believe the things of God. I'm not trying to be a hypocrite. I'm not perfect. I make a lot of mistakes. I say things I shouldn't say. I do things. I'm the preacher. And I come to you today saying I'm not perfect. But here's the difference. I know the power of the blood. And when I make a mistake, Stake. I quickly go back to that altar and say, God, get back to building me. Get back to working on me. I messed up and I dropped the ball, but I need you to help me, God. I cannot be what you need me to be if I don't let you build me. And they lost everything. And when they did, they go into captivity, Tristan. And God starts raising up a Nehemiah or a Jeremiah or starts raising up these men, Haggai, Zechariah. In this case, it was Zerubbabel, Ezra. And here's what he did. The king heard the request of the children of Israel. Let us go rebuild what we took for granted. Because we forgot it's not about the building. It's about the men that built that building. It's about their dream. It's about their vision. It's about men that were willing to take a chance and say, hey, I buy into the vision of that pastor. I buy into the vision and the dream. It was a group. That's where we are, folks. This is what us as Indian Village has done. We bought into the dream and the vision that says we can do this. They go back and they start building it. And when they start building it, Sister Gail, they hit a little opposition. And the opposition starts making them back off. And that's what we hit. And I say we. I wasn't here, but I'm here now. So it's we. We hit opposition six years ago. We hit opposition five years ago. We hit opposition here. We hit opposition ten years ago. I don't know. But we hit the And they kind of started saying, well, 
But somewhere in all that, somebody got the vision and said, it's about what God builds in me and the dream God put in us. And that man, Zechariah and Haggai started coming to the occasion, the men of God, and they began to declare, you guys have backed off. It's time to build the temple again. It's time to rebuild it again. It's time to blow the the dust off those architectural plans and it's time to build it again. And they began to rise to the occasion and say, hey, this thing started with a vision and a dream that God gives a man and now upon the shoulders of men we're going to let God build and here we are and the opposition came for the way and Haggai the preacher stood up and said it's time to build Zechariah stood up it's time to build Tad and I comes up, and here's my close. Musicians, y'all come, because I want us to close. Tad and I, the governor under Darius, comes. And when Tad and I gets there, Micah, here's, and this is what God gave me this morning, or last night late. Tad and I came, and he says, what are y'all doing, and by what authority are you doing this? But when you read the historical account, here's what Tad and I was doing and saying. And what he was thinking for Darius' sake. You're building a fortress, not a sanctuary. And what to people passing every day, they look at our new building and they look at this building and they go, well, that's just. But they don't understand. It is a fortress. People look at it and well, that's just another building. That's just another church. You don't understand. Wherever the name of Jesus is, it's a stronghold and it's a fortress that the enemy's afraid of. Tad and I was afraid. He was afraid that if they built this thing, it was going to be a fortress against Darius and the Persians and the Babylonians. And you know what they said, Sister Debbie? For the eyes are upon the elders, and they would not cease. You know what just happened? We got a revelation a couple years ago. We got to build a fortress in Indian Village. If we're going to take back what the enemy's taken from our families, we're going to have to let God build us first. And then we're going to build a building. And then we're going to build another building. And however, stand with me. You want to know where the eyes of the Lord are? Let me tell somebody here today. You may be backslidden. You may be lost. You may be living in sin. But all it would take would be you saying, God, I messed up. Forgive me. Start working on me again. You're the reason we built that building. You're the reason we're building. You're the reason we're expanding. Because we want to take everybody we can into the kingdom of heaven with us. Those things are not going to get easier. I know I get blasted sometimes for making this comment saying, well, you're being pessimistic. You hear me? The world is not going to get better. And if it ain't COVID, it's going to be. If it ain't a hurricane, it's going to be. Because God's got one agenda for you and I as the church to say, even so, come Lord Jesus. 
I need my creation to begin to call back on me and say, build me here today. So on this dedication Sunday of our educational building, I think it would only be fitting that we would give the Lord an opportunity to build us first before we go dedicate that building. I want you to grab the hands of the person next to you. Visitors, you're not joining the church. We just want you to come with us together. And I want us as a church family. I need all the church family. If Indian Village is your home, from the back row to the front row, I need everybody to come to the front today. Everybody.